Hi there! Thanks for listening to the official podcast of Bradford Church. In this episode, let us learn how Jesus comforts us in this coronavirus pandemic. This is a sermon from Pastor Maki Sabayle. Happy Sunday, brothers and sisters in the Lord. How are you today? I hope that you are blessed. I hope that you are fine. I hope that God's protection, God's uh, provision are on you as you are staying at home, listening. Wherever you are, whether you are here in the Philippines or in some places uh, in the world today, may God's presence be with you. And so welcome to Bradford Church. We come to uh, God's Word uh, today. If you have your Bibles with you, why don't you open it to the Gospel of John chapter 14. Our lesson today is taken from John chapter 14. We're going to study from verse 1 to 27, but for our scripture reading, we will only read uh, four verses. And so, if you are ready, let us going to read verse 1 to 3 and then jump to verse 27. Let us read God's word. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Verse 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. May God bless the reading from His Holy Word. Let's pray. Father, we bless your name, Lord, for this morning. I praise you and I thank you, Father, that in the midst of the pandemic today, where people are encouraged to stay at home, but that never stops us from worshiping you, Lord, even online. And so, Lord, we bless you, we magnify you. We ask, Father, that you will sanctify our hearts Bless the preaching of your word that it will encourage us, that it will edify all of us, and above all, it will glorify you as we are going to obey your word today. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen and Amen. Now friends, over the last few days, fear over the coronavirus pandemic has spiked as the number of positive cases increase. Right now, this is taken from uh, CNN, and this was last March 26. As of last March 26, 2020, there are almost you know half a million people around the world affected by the coronavirus, and uh, it's so sad that. More than 20,000, 21,300 plus people have already died. Now, this pandemic has affected all of us. We are all in this together. Even here in the Philippines, 
I'm sure a lot of us are frightened and saddened by the, the, the lockdown that, that the government has been uh, has issued. Uh, we are in an enhanced uh, community quarantine status. Now, as of last uh, March 26, there are already 707 uh, cases, you know, positive, 38 deaths, and praise God, 28 recovered. Now, underneath our fear of this coronavirus uh, is the pervasive fear of death. Yes, that's, that's the reason why a lot of people are terrified these days. We are all afraid about death, even among Christians. So we take this pandemic seriously and so we educate ourselves, you know, accordingly and biblically. And so that is why we encourage everyone instead of uh, being anxious, let's be cautious. Instead of being fearful, let us be faithful. Instead of panic, let us choose to have peace. Let's go to our passage this morning or this, this afternoon in John chapter 14 verse 1 to 27 because this chapter is very practical and very relevant, you know, in our situation today. As the rest of the world are, you know, consumed by fear. We have this wonderful passage from our Lord Jesus Christ that gives us an encouragement and comfort. Now, although the context of, of this chapter has nothing to do with the coronavirus, but definitely this is talking about how Jesus Christ can comfort us, can comfort you, all of us, in these times of pandemic. Now, let me just give you a, a quick background you know, this chapter is part of the Last Supper of our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember on that last night, that night when he was betrayed, before he was being betrayed, he instituted the Last Supper. And, and, and John chapter 14 is part of that long evening, his lessons here. And this is quite, uh, you know, unique because... Even though it is Jesus Christ who is about to die, it is Jesus Christ who is now comforting to his disciples. So, so this is words of comfort to his disciples, but even though it is Jesus himself who needs to be comforted. But we find here the compassion, the love of our Lord, that even though he is about to die, he can still give his disciples. His disciples right now at, at this particular chapter is confused. They don't know where to go. They don't know what would happen to them. The same situation as some of us are going through these days. We are confused. We are afraid. You know, and we don't know what, what to do. But friends, in this chapter, Jesus Christ gives us five promises, five promises that will comfort us in times of pandemic so that we will not be 
uh, too much consumed with fear, instead grow in our faith. And so are you ready? Do you have your sermon notes with you right now? Because we are going to learn these five important promises that our Lord Jesus Christ gives to all of us, to all these believers, whenever our hearts are being troubled. And so Jesus wants us, so here is point number one. Jesus wants us to affirm his person. Jesus Christ wants us to affirm his persons. If, if there's one thing common to all of us these days, it is this, our hearts are troubled. Our hearts are troubled these days. Whether you are in a first world country like America, like, like the UK, like in Italy, or here in the Philippines, we are all troubled. Everyone, remember our lesson last week, our lesson last week, what the coronavirus is teaching us, it teaches us that, that we are all equal. And, and, and we are all in this together. But, but this is what Jesus Christ said to his disciples. When our hearts are troubled, this is what Jesus said, let not your hearts be troubled. This is actually a command. This is not just a suggestion. Jesus Christ is not suggesting here. Jesus is saying, whenever you're going through some pandemic situations, you are confused, you are afraid, Jesus says, let not your hearts be troubled. And this is his first comfort. You believe in God. In other words, in times like these, these are the moments wherein we have to affirm our faith in God. We need to strengthen our trust in God. But then Jesus says, believe also in me. I want you to focus on this phrase, believe also in me. What is that? That's affirming his person. He's, he's saying, you know, you believe in God in times like these, but you trust in me. Because I and the Father, we are one. We need to affirm our conviction of who Jesus Christ is, of who He is. It's very personal. You believe also in me. Now friends, the solution of Jesus Christ to a pandemic is not a piece of recipe, but a personal relationship with Him. Times like these are are good opportunities, my dear brothers and sisters, to reaffirm our relationship with Christ. Christ's words are, you believe in me. Friends, that is how Jesus Christ wants to comfort you and me today. Let us affirm, let us strengthen, let us acknowledge Him as our personal Lord and Savior. What we need these days are not just rules, but we need personal relations. So how's your personal relationship with Jesus Christ today? Do you have a personal relationship with Christ? I encourage you friends, these times are the perfect times that we can affirm, we can strengthen, we can put our trust, we can trust Him. Jesus is the same God who calmed the storms. 
He's the one who, who said words and people got saved, people got healed, even the dead rose from the grave. Friends, affirm who Jesus Christ is. That's the first promise that if we believe in Him, if we trust Him, we don't have to be in trouble. Let's go to the second. The second promise of our Lord is not just to affirm His person, but here's the second comfort. Jesus wants us to anticipate our heavenly place. Anticipate our heavenly place. Notice verse 2. In my Father's house are many mansions. Say many mansions. So, one way of, of Christ comforting us in times of pandemic is to get our eyes off our problems. To get our eyes off the pandemic and He wants us to look forward. Alright? Look forward up there in heaven. Alright? In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go there, notice this, to prepare a place for you. Friends, when our world today seems to cave in, and we are overwhelmed by our problems, by this problem about this pandemic, Jesus Christ wants us to focus on our heavenly place. We need to understand, friends, that this is not our home. A lot of times, the reason why we easily cave in to the pandemic, it's because we think that this is all we have. Friends, if you are a follower of Christ, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is not our place. We are only transients here. We are only visitors here. We are strangers. Oftentimes, the Bible reminds us we need to live our lives as strangers and aliens. We have a home in heaven and we have mansions there. Can you imagine mansions? In some other translations, it says rooms. And Jesus Christ is right there right now preparing a place for me and for you. And so, when, when our world here is darkened by by the fear of this of this pandemic Jesus wants us to anticipate that you and I we have a place in heaven let's continue and if I go and prepare a place for you notice this I will come come again and receive you to myself that where I am there you may be also. Take note, receive you to myself. Friends, more than a place. Listen, I think the other important thing to focus here is it's not just the place. Jesus Christ is not just talking about the place. He is also talking about position. Yes, we need to focus our position. Jesus is saying, I want you to get your focus out from here. I want you to realize that you are with me. Where, you know, it says here, receive you to myself, that where I am, 
there you may be also. Jesus Christ here is talking about a position. Friends, the comfort of Christ is not just that we are going to the Father's place. The comfort here is that we are with Jesus. It's being with Jesus Christ. And so the essence of heaven is our position in Jesus Christ. The essence of heaven is not an escape from, from the chaos of our world. No, that's not the point. The point of anticipating this place is that Jesus Christ is there and you and I can be there. And that's the most, that's the best, perfect place of all. It's where Jesus Christ is, there you and I will be also. Now let's come to the third, the third promise of Christ. It's not just to affirm His person, you know, to anticipate our heavenly place. But here's the third thing, you know this, ask Him anything in prayer. That's the third, that's the third comfort. Jesus Christ is saying, if, if, if you are going through some pandemic situations now, Jesus is saying, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Friends, what a wonderful, what a marvelous promise is this. Prayer is one of our most powerful antidote. Antidote whenever life brings problems and pandemics. Notice the promise of Jesus. If you ask anything, and, and by the way, let's go back to verse 13. Whatever you ask. Whatever you ask. Whatever. See? That's what the Bible says. Whatever you ask in my name. Friends, the only condition here is in the name. And so, instead of panicking, let's pray. You know, instead of, of, of always looking at our problems and worrying and, and, and being consumed by anxiety, the Bible says, I want you to pray. Remember, prayer is our communication with God. Jesus is saying, instead of worrying, instead of being anxious, what will happen to you, what will happen to your life, what will happen to your supply, notice what the Bible says, ask in my name. If you ask anything in my name, the Bible says, I will do it. Friends, that's the third comfort. Let us use this time you know, we are in a quarantine. We cannot, you know, we, we all have the time to do so many things, but let's spend those times in prayer. There's so many things to pray for. Let's pray for our government. And by the way, in our church, you know, in our uh, Facebook page, we have the 555. Remember the 555? Every five o'clock in the afternoon every day for five minutes we are going to pray for for five people we, we will pray for you know the government we will pray for the, those in the front line we will pray for those vulnerable you know the senior citizens 
we, we will be praying for our families, our loved ones, and then we will pray for ourselves. Friends, that's what Jesus Christ asked anything. But but what what is the context here? Alright? What is the context here? Now, in order for us to understand the the wonderful promise of Jesus, let us know the premise. Remember, this is the, the a classic example of the promise premise. Whenever there is a promise, there is always a premise. The premise is found in verse 12. Look at verse 12. Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, okay, he who believes in Jesus Christ, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than this he will do, because I go to my Father. Now, what is the connection of, of this and prayer? Now, now, Jesus saying, I am going back to the Father, and why? Because I am there, you can ask anything, whatever. Now, what is the context of the whatever? The context of the whatever is this. It's, it's about the greater works. It's finishing the work. Now, friends, what is the greater work that we have today in this pandemic? What is our greater work that Jesus Christ has for us. Friends, the greater work is this. We still have the greater work of what? Encouraging people. The greater work of, of covering people with our prayers. The greater work of sharing the gospel, you know, and, and allowing, taking advantage of our situation today to encourage people that God is there. That God saves, that God heals, that God provides. That's the greater work. If, if we are doing that work according to verse 12, because Jesus Christ is up there, whatever we ask concerning the work of God, Jesus Christ will do. In other words, brothers and sisters in the Lord, in, 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 in this time, you know, when people are, are terrified, these are good opportunities to do the great work of God. The work of, of sharing His love, sharing His forgiveness. Brethren, I encourage you, use your Facebook, use your, your social media to tell others about Jesus Christ. Instead of, of forwarding you know, garbage and nonsense and fake news, by the way, there's so many uh, fake news spreading through the social media. Instead, instead of spreading fake news, why don't we spread the gospel? Amen? Why don't we spread the gospel? Again, the only condition for asking is in the name of Jesus. Whatever you ask, if it glorifies Jesus, if it is for the work of Jesus, if it is for our relationship with Jesus, if it honors Jesus, then Jesus said, and, and notice his promise, I will do it. I will do it. Now we come to the fourth. The fourth promise, the fourth comfort that Jesus Christ has given for all of us in times of pandemic is this. Be assured of his presence. Be assured of his presence. Now, 
Why did Jesus Christ give this uh, comforting words to his disciples? Remember, Jesus Christ was about to leave them. He's about to die. And, and, and they are terrified. They're afraid what would happen to them. Jesus Christ would no longer be with them. Now, Jesus Christ says, oh no, I'm not going to leave you. Friends, in these times of pandemic, this is what Jesus said. And I will pray the Father, and He will give you another helper. Another helper. Some translation says another advocate. Another comforter. That He may abide with you forever. Notice what Jesus says. That He may abide with you forever. Friends, these moments, you know, when we are in this pandemic situation, we are so close to the Lord. Why? Because He promised that when, when, when our hearts are troubled, Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Because why? I am with you. You see? The Holy Spirit. Remember, if you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have the Holy Spirit. I have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit indwells us. Remember in, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 19 and 20, our body, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Verse 17, the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. The world cannot see Him. They don't know Him because He only comes to the believer but you know him for he notice the word here he dwells he dwells with you and will be in you friends that's the promise jesus christ wants us to be assured i will never leave you nor forsake you look at verse 18 i will not leave you orphans i will come to you I will come to you. Now, in verse 19 to 20, because I live, here's a wonderful promise, you will live also. At that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Friends, the greatest assurance, the greatest confidence that we have in these times of pandemic is this. Jesus Christ is with us. Jesus Christ is with you. If you receive Him as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit is with you, and the presence of the Holy Spirit, you know, is a guarantee that Christ is with you. Now, here's a wonderful promise in Psalms 34, verse 18. When is the Lord, listen, when is the Lord so close to us, to His followers? I want you to focus on Psalm 34, verse 18. The Lord, that's our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are what? Crushed. Say crushed. Crushed in spirit. Friends, that's a wonderful promise. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Don't you feel that sometimes we are crushed in spirit because of fear? The fear of, you know, what if, what if I, you know, I get the virus? What if my loved ones be infected? Friends, Jesus Christ is with us. 
He will never leave us nor forsake us. And then finally, the fifth, we come to the fifth lesson. Abide in His peace. You know? In times of pandemic, Jesus Christ wants us to abide in His peace. Jesus Christ wants us to experience. He wants us to live, you know, in His peace. Look at verse 27. Peace I live with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Now notice what Jesus Christ says. Peace I live with you. Not as the world. Friends, when, when will or when? When is the world giving peace to people? Alright? When will the world give peace to us? Well, when the economy is good, we are at peace. When we have the right food, when we have the right medicine, when there is no war, when there is no coronavirus, when there is no pollution. In other words, when everything in the world is good, people will experience peace somehow. But that is not what Jesus Christ is talking here. Jesus Christ is not giving us here a peace that is based on circumstances. Alright? He is not talking here about the peace that you experience whenever the circumstances situation is good. No. Jesus Christ is saying here, I can give you peace even if the circumstances is difficult. Okay? Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You know what Jesus Christ is saying here? The peace that I'm going to give you, you know, it's, it's not a promise that the situation will become. But the peace that Jesus Christ wants us to have here is the peace that would calm our troubled hearts. That's the kind of peace. And, and this peace is foreign to the world. The world doesn't know this peace. Right? That is why in, in John 16, John chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus said, This things I have spoken to you, that in me, personal relationship, in me, you may have peace. You see, the peace that we have in Jesus is because of our relationship with Him. It's not a peace simply because, you know, there are no problems, there are no coronavirus. No, this peace is because of our relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, Jesus said, in the world, you will have tribulations. Just like what we are going through right now. It's like some people are saying, are asking me, Pastor Maggie, you know, is this already the beginning of the great tribulation? I don't know, but the Bible says when you hear wars, earthquakes, famines, pestilence, and, and plagues, you know what Jesus said in Matthew 24, Matthew 24, I think it's in verse 6 to 8, he's saying these are just the beginning of what? The beginning of the birth pains. Jesus said in this world, you will have tribulation. You will have pandemic. But here's the good news. But be of good cheer. Brethren, God wants us to be in good cheer even in times of pandemic. Why? Because Jesus says, I have overcome the world. Amen? 
Jesus says, let my peace calm your troubled heart. Let my peace take control of your life. Yes, there will be pandemic in this world. But I have overcome the world. In other words, Jesus Christ has won. Jesus Christ is our victor. Jesus Christ is our source of peace. And again, what's the difference of this peace and the world's peace? Okay, turn to Philippians 4, 7. We're about to end. And the peace of God, notice this, the peace of God, not the peace of the world, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. You know the peace of Christ, the peace of God? The world cannot understand it. Because in the world for them to experience peace, there must be zero crime, zero pollution, zero virus. In other words, their peace is based on what? On outside circumstances. But friends, listen. For us Christians, listen. Our peace is based on who is in our heart. Because we have Jesus Christ. And we can have peace with Him. Why? Because He has overcome the world. So there we have it, brothers and sisters in the Lord. In the midst of the corona pandemic, Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Brothers and sisters in the Lord, don't let your hearts be troubled. Why? Because we can affirm His person. He is God. Jesus is powerful. He is in control. He has already removed the sting of death so that you and I don't have to be afraid of it. Now, even if we die, we can anticipate what? Our heavenly place. See? That's the reason why we are not afraid to die. Why? Because we know that, you know, in the twinkling of an eye, we can't be with the Lord. See? And then third, why we should not let our hearts be troubled? Because Jesus Christ, you know, tells us we can ask Him anything. Say it. Anything in His name. We can ask anything in prayer. And we can be assured, you know, that we have His presence. Remember what He promised? Never will I leave you. Never will I abandon you. And number five, Jesus says, I give you my peace. He is saying, abide in my peace. I have overcome the world. Do not let this pandemic in the world trouble your heart. Instead, trust in me. I hope, brothers and sisters in the Lord, that in these times of pandemic, you and I will encourage each other, will encourage our friends, will pray for our friends, telling them these five promises of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, that despite what's going on in the world, we know because the Bible tells us that you are in control. And we are going to trust you, Lord. You are sovereign. You are powerful. Father in heaven, I pray that our hearts and our minds will experience your peace. 
I hope, Lord God, that you will calm our troubled hearts. Let this be, let this be a moment, Lord, wherein we are assured of your promises, that you will always do what you said. Father in heaven, I pray for this, my brothers and sisters listening right now, wherever they are, may you comfort them, Lord, with these words. And help us, O oh God, to look on you, to look on you, Lord, in these times. Because there we find peace in our hearts. Thank you so much, Lord. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. And amen. See you next Sunday. God bless you all. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe to this podcast to get weekly sermons and follow us on Facebook to stay updated. God bless you today.